0: Hello and welcome back to Girl Up Unite's Tone It Up podcast. I am your host, Narayani. Welcome to the Tone It Up podcast in association with Girl Up Unite. sex education has always been a tricky topic to navigate for the adults around us. Even for a whole lot of us who come from urban settings and fairly well-off backgrounds, a lot of our information on the topic has been a product of our own research more than it has been a topic of conversation with the adults around us. The most typical exposure to reproductive health for many of us has only been through biology chapters that our textbooks mandated us to study in middle school. And the information there hardly begins to cover all of this stuff we ought to know on the subject. Even worse is the fact that I have heard actual incidents where some of my friends had teachers who skipped such sections just to avoid an uncomfortable situation. And from this arises, the main question of why does sex education have to be so uncomfortable? Well, the obvious answer for this would be the stigma and taboo associated with sexual activity in societies as a whole. But especially in India, there is a cultural aspect to it. For example, in 2007, when sex education curriculum was promoted by India's Ministry of Human Resource Development, controversy developed. Many opponents believed that sex education would corrupt youth and be anathema to traditional Indian values. Additionally, they believed it would lead to promised security and irresponsible behaviour. Finally, it was argued that sex education was a Western construct that was being forced upon India. This debate led to states like Gujarat, Madhya Pradesh, Maharashtra, Karnataka, Rajasthan, Chhattisgarh, and Goa to even go ahead to ban sex education programming. These concerns, however, are not that accurate. Removing an uncomfortable topic from formal education doesn't make it any less important for adolescents. Moreover, surveys have shown that adolescents learn a significant amount about sex from media, including books and movies. This is more concerning since exposure is not equivalent to accuracy. Though teens interact with media that talk about sex, it does not translate into accurate information regarding reproductive health and processes. Additionally, exposure to media doesn't teach adolescents about healthy emotional growth or responsible adulthood. A lot of popular shows from the 2000s are not the best at representing genders, sexualities, and ethnic or cultural backgrounds a lot of portrayal in pop media has been significantly misogynistic and derogatory to women. It is only recently that such issues have been acknowledged and addressed to craft better shows for young adults. It is important to understand that comprehensive sex education through formal sources would not only help to stigmatize sex, but also build a much-needed healthy narrative around consent. Tape, menstrual health, family planning, gender roles, contraception, and reproductive responsibility. All of which is important in a country where women are threatened by sexual abuse and excluded from family planning when it affects their mental and physical health the most. It is true that we cannot adopt the sex ed program entirely from the West. It is important for us to take cultural intricacies and the urban rural education division into account for our country. Nevertheless, it is a goal that we must steadily advocate towards building a more responsible and sex-positive environment for both ourselves and a new age of adolescence. It is time for us to tone it up.